This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I want to thank you for tuning in on this wonderful Sunday. I know you didn't hear me last week, but that's okay because you know what? God has still blessed me. God is still able to be able to come on this week, this Sunday, to be able to give you a brand new word. Um, I want to just send a special blessing and a shout out to all family members. Uh, it's been a rough uh, week or so because um, with the passing of uh, my uncle, Reverend Sidney P. Jones, Jr. He was uh, one of my mentors and whatnot. He was uh, one of the last uh, members of my grandmother's uh, family. Uh, of course, we all got a host of cousins and whatnot now, but, you know, it's still a rough time, you know, but like I said, it was we had a wonderful homegoing celebration for him uh, on the previous day. Uh, it was awesome. It was amazing. And you know what? One of the things that... Uh, was imparted on to me is what I'm bringing to you today, even though it's not from the same scripture that was used uh, during the eulogy. But one of the most beautiful things about today is it's still a message that needs to be heard and needs to be told. Uh, and uh, so therefore, I'm just going to bring that forward today. want to thank everyone who ever comes out here to listen to my messages, be it a fresh message or a previous message. I want to thank you for following Safe Haven Podcast. I'm encouraging you to follow Safe Haven Podcast on Spotify. Um, the information is uh, is uh, shown on the um, on the screen on the information screen. I would prefer I would love for you all to do that to help push this ministry even further uh, than it's already being pushed right now. Thank you for thank you for listening, thank you for caring, thank you for sharing because right now. The, uh, the Lord is using me in a way that I can't even imagine that he's using me. So therefore, and keep me in your prayers because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is hard for me to get out here and do this every week. But you know what? I still press through the best I can. And that's that's amazing in itself. Um, for those of uh, my uh, listeners of Safe Haven Podcast, if you are following me on Stitcher, um, Ed, I just want to let you know, I've been informed that at the end of this month, Stitcher will no longer be. Um, so therefore, according to the Pandora people who uh, run Stitcher, um, they will cease uh, distributing uh, any podcast content, including Safe Haven. But for those who don't have access to the other apps like Spotify or um, Apple or Google or where, where all the other cast box. You can 
specifically go to the webpage at www.safehavenpodcast.org and you can listen to Safe ha- all Safe Haven episodes there in your in in your spare time and that would be probably the best way for you to be able to to stay linked up with Safe Haven podcast love everyone out here want to let you all know that but as you know I'm not going to continue carrying on about that I'm going to get right into the word, but before we get into the word, we're going to have a moment of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you right now for lifting us up on this day and into this evening, oh Heavenly Father. We pray that you just continue to be with us, guide us, carry us through even the most unfathomable things that we must go through, oh Heavenly Father. Strengthen us where we were weak, encourage us where we are discouraged. And just fo- and help us get focused where we have lost our focus, so Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. The word is going to be coming from, from the letter of Romans, chapter 2, uh, verses 1 through 4. Once again, it's Romans, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. I'm going to be reading to you from the message translation. It reads as follows. Those people are on a dark spiral downward. But if you think that leaves you on the high ground where you can point your finger at others, think again. Every time you criticize someone, you condemn yourself. It takes one to know one. Judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. But God isn't so easily diverted. He sees right through all such smoke screens and holds you to what you've done. You didn't think, did you, that just by pointing your finger at others, you would distract God from seeing all your misdoings and from coming down on you hard, did you? Or did you think that because he's such a nice God, he lets you off the hook? Better think this one through from the beginning. God is kind. But he is not soft. In kindness, he takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic. Think again. Think again. Oh, Heavenly Father, we want to just praise right now. We praise your name right now, Heavenly Father. But right now, just fill me up, oh, Heavenly Father. Empty me out of Brian and fill me up with your Holy Ghost. So, Heavenly Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. Pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. This message right here, this scripture in general, matter of fact, when you get an opportunity in your spare time, read Romans 2 in its entirety because you're going to you're going to learn a lot about what uh, Paul is saying to the Romans. But he ain't just saying it to the Romans. He's saying it to all of us. Because most definitely, if you look at, I'm going to just say this. And I'm going to just give you a little sneak peek to what you might be finding out. Uh, verses 17 uh, to the end of the chapter. At verse 29, you're going to learn that, according to Paul, that religion can't save you. So that means just being a believer is not enough. 
You can't just say, go into church. I go to church every week. I, I go to church. I read my Bible religiously every week. That There's more to this thing, this Christian walk. More to the way, as they called it back in the early days of Christianity. There's more to the way than just going to church every week. It's more than just religiously reading your Bible. It's more than just religiously praying. There's an action thing involved that has to take place. It, there's something. There's something there. Because there's more to it than just looking at your neighbor who's not doing what you're doing now and saying, you are wrong. You know, it reminded me when I first read the scripture, when I started meditating, it reminded me of when I was growing up at church, when I was going to uh, church early with my father. I remember going to church and, yeah, Sunday school was going on, but I used to think Sunday school was boring. I'm not saying Sunday school is boring, but the teachers who were teaching at the time did not engage, did not help me see. They did not illustrate what I needed to see to get to the next level. Amen. I'm not saying that they weren't capable. It's just it wasn't their call to do what I was hoping that they could do to help bring me closer to God. Right. But then I remember there was a specific person that would walk around, patrol the hallways. It was a big church. Uh, they would patrol the hallways and the person, if they ran into a kid like myself and they had a couple of times, they said, why aren't you in Sunday school? You know, part of me, uh, being young, brashful, uh, young, uh, inquisitive young man, I wanted to say, why aren't you? What are you doing? Walking around, say, asking, why am I not in Sunday school? You want to be the Sunday school cop, but... I'm going to be the Sunday cop deputy shared. If I'm going to say, why aren't you in Sunday school? Maybe you need to be in Sunday school too. Or maybe the reason why you're not in Sunday school is the same reason why I'm not in Sunday school. Because the teachers are not engaging. Amen. It's kind of hard to look at that and, and think otherwise. Matter of fact, that's why when it comes right down to the first two, script, uh, first two verses in today's text, it, it really spoke to me. Because... They say if you think that you are on the high ground, matter of fact, you're not on the highest ground of them all, amen? God is on the highest ground of them all. Jesus right next door. But we are not on that high ground where we can look at somebody else, point to them, and say, you are doing wrong, you need to do better. But you know what? Not telling the whole story about yourself because your testimony is probably a whole lot darker and a whole lot deeper. Yes, you survived whatever darkness that you've come through. You've seen the light, but instead of showing everyone beneath you what's right, you're going to just point to them and say, you're doing wrong, and you can't do this and do that. But guess what? God uh, sent me here to tell you today, if you run into that person, or if you are that person that's doing that, here's what God has told me to tell you today. Point number one, being critical doesn't make you superior. I'll say it again for the note takers. Being critical doesn't make you superior. That says a lot right there. Matter of fact, as I'm preaching this to you, I know I'm going to unpack on this again one day. I'm going to probably preach this sermon in person one day because quite frankly, I'm going to work on it some more. Amen. You can consider this a test run for something that even greater because when think again, it's saying what, what Paul is telling us in 
in the, in the scripture, he's saying judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh, what do you mean crimes, uh, Pastor? I'm not I'm not a per, I'm not a criminal. I don't go out to breaking all the laws. Well, okay, you're not breaking human law, but you could be breaking God's law. That's right. You could be. You could be sinning. You could be lusting after somebody you shouldn't be lusting after. Oh, my goodness. I better look in the mirror and say, oh, my Lord, I could be. And you know what? I shouldn't be. But you know what? I'm going to sit, get right down and not point at others. I'm going to look at myself and say, you are not right, Brian. You need to get your life together. And you know what? I don't have to. I'm pointing the finger at myself. I'm not pointing the finger at someone else saying, you shouldn't do this. You know, there are times... When I've talked to others, I've counseled others, and I had to be careful because I had to make sure I had to, to empty out all Brian and let the Lord work through me because the Holy Ghost work through me because at that point I was like, I can't put myself into it unless the Lord wants me to put myself into it. Amen. I can't give that energy I used to give because that is not what I that is not my purpose for that moment. Amen. A lot of us thinking that if we just judge others and not and condemn others and not think about what that effect is going to do to not just them but to us then we have got a complete severe disconnect going on amen think again you know that that is saying something that is something that is core of what's going on with me one of the things that I had that one of the deacons uh, in my past, had to correct me on. He, they had to correct me. I remember his name, Deacon Quillings. He was over the Sunday school department. Ironically, I didn't want to go to the Sunday schools, but I didn't mind listening to what he had to tell me one day. He realized there was something going on. He instilled in me a scripture, a verse that I could quote without fail. It was the King James Version, but I could still quote it. Matthew 7, verse 1, Judge not that ye be not judged. I did not understand it at the time, but it, it, it resonated because I realized I was being critical. And guess what? Many years later down the road, here I am on this day, on August 13th, 2023, preaching Romans 2, and uh, verses 1 through 4. And guess what? It's like the sequel to what was being presented to me back then in the day. Amen? Because this is saying the same thing. This is saying, this is going a little bit further than what Jesus actually preached on the Sermon on the Mount, which is where I got, where, where that memory verse came from, uh, from Matthew 7. This is the sequel. In other words, it's trying, this is breaking it down. This is what I needed to hear back in the day. And, and the beautiful thing is, I'm hearing it today. I'm seeing it today. I'm feeling it today. Because, and now I'm able, I'm equipped to be able to teach others not to do that not to be critical of somebody else because you know whatever you're talking about there's a big tree trunk in your eye right now amen you're talking about that little branch well you got a tree trunk going on growing because you're so busy focused on somebody else's issues you're not even looking at your own issues amen there's so many issues going on in my life i'm not even worried about someone else's issues but if god has called me to help you with your issues i'm going to I'm going to answer the call. I'm going to be right there on the on the battlefield right alongside you to fight with you. And then once I'm done fighting with you, I'm going back to take care of myself. 
And because quite frankly, maybe my blessing, maybe my miracle, maybe my revelation is coming from working with you. Amen. Maybe I'm supposed to work with you in order to see, to see you through to help guide you to your next level, to your breakthrough, to your revelation. Amen. Maybe. And sometimes we miss that mark. We miss that point. We miss that understanding because we're so busy being critical. We're so busy being judgmental. This is not the time to be judgmental because quite frankly, you're being critical and judgmental is causing the suicide rates to go up. You're the one that's causing the homicide rates to go up, the robbery rates to go, go up. You matter of fact, you're causing people to lash out in the way that they see fit because they have no other way to say that I'm, I'm they have no other way to cry for help Instead, so instead, they commit the worst, the worst acts, the crimes and misdemeanors, as it says here in verse two. They're the ones doing that. But while they're doing that, they're pointing the finger at you because, quite frankly, you set them on a the path. You didn't know you were setting them on a the path, but you did, amen. And that's the problem. So that leads us to point two. You can distract man, not God. I'll say that again for my note takers. You can distract man, not God. See, that's one of the things that that man does all the time. Doesn't matter if if you're the uh, serving on the highest level in in politics in the government or serving in the highest level in your corporation or at your, wherever you work. You can't. Uh, you can distract man for a very long time, but not God. Now, some people might think God don't exist. Some people might think that God ain't, ain't listening, ain't paying attention. No, God will give you all the leash. He'll give you all the rope in the world to either hang yourself with it or to tie, tie someone else up with it. Because, quite frankly, after a while, he realizes that it's irre you're irreparable. But it's not because you're irreparable. It's because, quite frankly, you are repairable. He's giving you chance after chance after chance after chance. Because quite frankly, for some of us, we sometimes that's why we're still here. Because all the things we have done, I can't believe that God still wants, to, wants me to be here. Sometimes I'm like that myself. I'm like, man, God, I've, I've messed up so much. I've ruined some relationships that probably should have never been ruined. Trying to repair some that... That, that needs repairing, and quite frankly, in repairing those relationships, I'm repairing my soul, amen? Because I, I look at everything that I've done over the years. A lot of people say, safe haven is great, Reverend Brian. A lot of people say, Reverend uh, B, Reverend, safe haven is a place. I love it. You know, it would be great if you had a building or some a brick and mortar so I could go to. And I'm like this, I am all down with that. But you know what? You have to have to donate. You have to give a piece of yourself to me. Don't worry. You can trust me. I'm putting everything in kingdom, kingdom building here. Amen. I'm beginning to understand that a whole lot more. Being a pastor of a podcast is like being a pastor of a church. Amen. I know that you all out there, some of you are lost. Some of you are found and you're just encouraged by not just my voice, but by the message that the Lord is giving me to give you. And you know what? I would love to see your faces. I would love to hear the amens. I would love to just be able to converse with you after service. I would love it. And it's going to happen. 
But I got to continue doing what I have to do. You have to do what you need to do. You need to continue to d donate. You need to give to the cash apps, the, the dollar sign Brian Pusey. I'll say it again, dollar sign Brian Pusey. Because and go donate whatever you feel that is on your heart and soul. I'm not going to tell you a set amount that I'm looking for. I'm just going to believe that God is calling you to give me something. Amen. That is if God has placed it on your heart. Don't, don't tarry. Do it because he will, it'll be like a fire shut up in your bones if you don't give. Just like it's a fire shut up in my bones when I don't preach. Amen. When I don't do the Safe Haven podcast for a week, maybe even two weeks, it hurts. It wrecks my soul, wreaks my soul. All right. Amen. Even if I'm producing for somebody, that is me doing ministry. Amen. I am doing what I am called to do. I believe it now. I receive it. After, after seeing Seeing the passing and going to the funeral of one of my greatest mentors. I have many, but one of the greatest because it was family. Seeing my pastor at one point in my life. He was always going to be my pastor for the rest of my life. Because you know what? I told him what I needed to tell him at that time. I said I was called into the ministry. And therefore, he helped nurture me in his own way, in his own light. He didn't always come to whenever I preached, but he, I know wherever he was, he was praying for me. He was praying over me. Quite frankly, I am glad of that. Every time I saw him, even on his last days, he would sit me down and we would talk about church. We talked about this minister, not in a bad way. We talked about their ministry. We talked about how church is going in a certain direction that we don't understand, but you know what? He encouraged me, amen? Quite frankly, the last time I saw him, when we, when we shook hands for the last time, he was passing the torch to me. Amen. Now, I'm not saying he didn't pass it to his family or anybody within his direct family, his immediate family. But in terms of the fact that he called me affectionately preacher. And you know what? I took that to heart. I took that to the soul. Because you know what? He passed the torch to me. I felt the torch being passed to me. Amen. Because I know that this road... This is a lonely journey. He was reminding me it is not the loneliest journey in the world because you know what? Do you have? You have Lord. You have Jesus right by you. You have God uh, behind you. You have two more, two of the most powerful beings on this planet right behind you. They they got you girded up. They want to make sure that you stay on the right path. And you know what? I get it now. I see it now. I feel it now. I want to be able to one day walk into the heavenly gates and see my uncle one more time and thank him for all that he's done. I thank him in person, but I want to thank him again because whatever I'm going to end up being in the future in order to get to that pearly gate entrance is going to be phenomenal. Amen? But I have to do one thing. is to stop being judgmental. That's why I have to think again. Amen? So, not only can... You realize that being critical doesn't make you superior. That means being judgmental doesn't make you superior. And also, you can distract man all you want, but you know what? You can't distract God. But in addition to that, you just got to simply think it through. I'll say it again for my note takers. You got to think it through. Because verses 3 and 4 says it best. He just said, Paul just came straight out and said, I love the message translation for this because, 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 uh, it's just broken down better. It's translated better because it just said, you didn't think, did you? That just by pointing your finger and others, you would distract God from seeing 
all your misdoings and from coming down on you hard, guess what? The Lord knows what you're doing. The Lord sees what you're doing. I've seen, I've seen family members. I've seen friends. I've seen associates fighting their demons. I've seen myself fighting my own demons. That's right. Reverend Brian Pusey has some demons of his own. But you know what? I'm not sitting on, I'm not tearing with them. I'm not hanging out with them. I'm not going to say, hey, demon, how you doing? Yeah, let's, let's hang out. Let's do lunch. No, I'm fighting them. I'm fighting them, but I'm not fighting alone. And that's the thing that many of you, be it a family member that I know, or being a friend that I know, being an associate that I know, or being one of your friends or your family or your associates, you got to know this. You got to fight in prayer. You got to fight it. You can't just let it take you over. You can't let it overtake you. There are some times I thought my demons were going to overtake me, but you know what, God, I praise be to God that they, they did not. Because I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. I wouldn't, you wouldn't be sitting in your car. You wouldn't be sitting in your break room. You wouldn't be sitting in your house. You wouldn't be sitting uh, listening on the television. Because, yes, you'd probably be saying, where are you, Reverend Brian? We haven't seen you in a while. You know what? God has removed me from the video for one reason. He wants you to hear my voice right now. He don't want you to see me. He wants you to hear me. He wants you to hear what the Lord is calling me to do right now. Amen? And it's okay, because sometimes I don't feel like sitting in front of a camera. But that's all right. The Lord says you still have a recorder. Record, amen? He says you get that message out one way or the other, brother, because I have a message, but not just for you, but for the entire world. Amen? That's right. The entire world. All of Sweden, all of France, all of Germany, all of America, all of Canada, all of Mexico, and all in everywhere else. Amen. Because I know that the Lord has called me to do a great thing, not just for not just for Chicago land. He wanted me to do things for the entire world. Amen. That's why sometimes you see me in a church building, sometimes you don't. Because I am busy doing what the Lord has called me to do. I am looking, I'm scouting, I'm looking for ministers to come on here to do more and be more. Be as my pastor. Uh, my current pastor in uh, Gary, Indiana, would say, be a part of the team. That's right. I'm looking for teammates. I'm looking for team members. I'm looking for anybody to come on here and give the message of the word, of the word of the Lord. Be it a six-minute sermon or be a 35, 45-minute sermon. Guess what? We're going to get the message out. Amen. And when and the beautiful thing is the Lord is branch safe haven to do a conversations with people who may not normally be fit under the realm of what this podcast is about, but guess what? That's ministry, amen? Because quite frankly, even those who may not be doing what you think they should be doing are doing something great, and you know what? They need that encouragement from you. They need the community, amen? The community needs to support them. It may not be your cup of joe. It may not be your cup of tea or whatever. Your cup is what you desire, but guess what? They need your prayers. They need you to succeed. Just like we sing in the song, I need you to survive. That's right. They need you as about as much as I need you to. Amen? Just remember, being critical doesn't make you superior. Remember, you can distract man, not God. And also remember to think it through. Because, like it says here, in, in, in near the end of the end of the text for today, better think this one through from the beginning, because God is kind, but He's not soft. In kindness, He takes us firmly by the hand and leads us 
into a radical life change. We can go a little bit further. We're going to read 5 and 8 so you can understand what that means when we say think it through. You're not getting by with anything. Every refusal and avoidance of God adds fuel to the fire. This, the day is coming when it's going to blaze hot and high. God's fiery and righteous judgment. Make no mistake. In the end, you get what's coming to you. Real life for those who work on God's side. But to those who insist on getting their own way and take the path of the least resistance, fire. Remember that, beloved. You don't want to feel the fire from the Lord. You, not that kind of fire. You want to feel real life. You want to, to be there. You want to be a part. Remember that. Because that is the way. That is the path to righteousness. That is the path to glory. That is the path that you need to be on. You don't need to be on the other side. You don't need to take the path of least resistance. You need to go through some resistance to get to where the Lord wants you to be. He wants you to have a little insistence during your resistance. Remember that. I want to close, but the Lord is telling me to say one more thing. He's surrounded. He's, I'm, I'm listening. I'm obeying, Lord. He wants you to remember that. That day is coming. You don't know when the day is. Even Jesus didn't know when the day is. If anybody out there is telling you when the day is, they, the devil is a liar. Because they don't know either. devil doesn't even know. Amen. I don't know, and I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know. I just know one thing. He's coming. And the only thing we can do is prepare for it. Amen? Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for the message and the message of right now. Heavenly Father, we just pray that you just use this word in the way that you see fit. Because this word, this message is strong. This message is solid. This message is needed for all of us right now, Heavenly Father. Some of us don't think we need it, but we need it right now, Heavenly Father. Some of us don't want it, but we need it, oh Heavenly Father. Right now, just... Continue to use me, use us, use us all right now to the fullest extent of our of your power, Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you all for listening to Safe Haven today. I hope you found something beautiful in this message. I want to encourage you all to reach out to me in the comment section right now, because if you are interested in doing more in ministry, Reach out to me. If you're in the Chicagoland, Northwest Indiana area, I can connect you with ministries that help you. If you want to be a part of Safe Haven in a certain way, that's great. You can always be a part of Safe Haven by volunteering to share the podcast. Not just this, this particular episode, all of Safe Haven. You can share the webpage with somebody. That is one thing. But if you want to have a relationship with Christ. I know some ministers. I know some churches. I know who to hook you up with. I would not lead you astray. I will lead you to the right pastor for the right time in your ministry, in your walk, in your journey. If you're even if you're new to the faith, I got you because God's got me to got you. Amen. If you are interested in knowing more about Safe Haven, wanting to do more and be more, you want to understand What's this all about? You want to have a conversation. You want a dialogue. Reach out in the prayer request section, the ministry contact section. 
in the webpage at www.safehavenpodcast.org and just say attention ministry request ministry request you want to know more if you want to be a guest if you're a minister a pastor of a wonderful church of god be it a small church a mega church doesn't matter the size if you want to want me to come to your church and preach to your congregation you reach out in that same section at the ministry contact section if you want to be a guest on here you register as there's a section in safe haven podcast uh, at the website www.safehavenpodcast.org you go to the register as a guest section and let me know a few things about you and i will get back to you asap amen well, our time is up for today. I am going to pray us out. I am encouraging you all to continue to walk that journey, that great journey. Yes, some days you're going to feel discouraged. Some days you're not going to feel it. But as my sister Shay, with my, one of my sisters in life, Shay would say, you got this. You just got to be about this. And remember that God has got you no matter what. She didn't say it like that, but I paraphrase everything she said because I don't. I don't want to mess up what she said, so I'm just putting my spin on it. She's just saying, God has got you no matter what, and I am in agreement with that. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for the service. Right now, we pray that you just continue to be with us and, and walk with us as we go about this week. Oh, Heavenly Father, we know it is a challenge every day to just to wake up and to be able to do whatever it is we have to do. But we pray that as long as you're with us, as long as you are beside us, O Heavenly Father, on this journey, it is going to be a-okay. We've been praying this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I will see you guys next time. God bless. was an LTD Entertainment presentation.